The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. She is the re- reality of wrestling Diamonds Division champion. Uh, she also has other belts. She has Sabotage of War, War of the Genders Championship, New Texas Pro Women's Champion, VWR Vixens Champion. She trains at Reality of Wrestling. She is competing in West Coast Pro's Queen of the Indies Tournament, uh, which begins on May 13th, Saturday. That's on IWTV. Uh, she's facing Masha Slamovich, the GCW Champion, another belt collector herself in the first round. She is Hayan. Hayan, how you doing? Hi, everyone. How are you? Good. Nice. Oh, look at the Star Wars shirt too. Thank you. It's, I actually got it for Christmas. <laughs> nice, nice. First big question for you: Did you pick up Tears of the Kingdom? I actually got an email yesterday from GameStop that they were shipping it over, so I should have it soon. Although this weekend's probably not the best weekend for me to like <laughs> have the game. I can't like, with all due respect, Masha. <laughs> If I had Tears of the Kingdom with me, I don't think I could put a wrestling match together. So I think I'll probably get it in the mail by like Monday or Tuesday. Have you considered maybe just walking to the ring for your match with Masha while you're playing the game? Just being like, hang on, hang on, hang on one second. Honestly, I might. I don't think I could like put it down. It's fair. When I got Breath of the Wild, I there was like a whole week straight where I just played it for like eight hours a day like straight because i got it during pandemic sorry sorry i was gonna say so you're just like a big zelda fan yeah i have a zelda i actually have a zelda tattoo i'm like a oh killer yeah nice. awesome oh there you go uh, <laughs> interview's over good night yeah just joel joel is so excited he's like i'm just gonna ask about zelda i was like okay and then I'm pretty sure that's all I wanted to ask about. No, 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 no. <laughs> I can have a whole combo on Zelda. I'm sure we could. Uh, tell us about West Coast Pro and, and competing in the Queen of the Indies tournament, especially facing Masha Slamovich in the first round. Man, that's an impact talent. She's also the GCW champion. Like that's a it's a big match for the first round. Yeah, I think it's like I would say probably the biggest match of the first round. And I think if I take her out in the first round I think that'd probably be the biggest upset of the tournament however she's an incredible competitor like I'm aware of you know what she brings to the table and I know what I bring to the table and I think really like the fans are really winning in this one because win or win or lose it's going to be the best match of the card in my opinion this isn't your first queen tournament right queen of the indies is this is this weekend you competed in rev pros queen of the ring tournament in 2021 made it all the way to the finals lost to mariah may uh what what's different this year what do you bring to the table this year that maybe you learned from past tournaments that you competed in well i lost to zoe lucas but honestly zoe had the (laughs) i always make fun of her for it i was like you had the easiest run in the tournament (laughs) she just was beating people up before they even got to the ring and just getting the quick pin, but I am, I feel like very well versed in tournaments at this point. 
Um, because it's not even just um, facing who's in front of you, which people forget. You're wrestling however many matches. So, yeah, you're going in there tired. You're going in there beat up. Your mind's not always in the great state because you just got finished with one match and now you're jumping into another one. You don't really have the time to fully assess your opponent, see their strengths and weaknesses. So although, you know, we have some great competitors in there, that's like a critical piece of information that gets lost during tournaments that people don't always think about. And that can always, you know, Masha is a great competitor. Everyone there is a great competitor, but can they go three, four matches? Can they bring their best for three or four matches? That's really the big question. And I think that's what fans should keep in mind. Really, anyone can take it. I know you've made a couple trips out to the West Coast, but I believe this is your first appearance for for West Coast Pro. And Chris Hero is doing the matchmaking over there. So how did this, you know, being part of this tournament come together? Because you were you were more, you know, Texas area, East Coast stuff. So making the trip out to the West Coast. When I saw the name announced, I was like, oh, like great get. A little surprised of just like you don't make too many West Coast trips. <laughs> yeah. Um, honestly, when I saw that West Coast announced uh, Queen of the Indies tournament, I literally just was like putting my name in the hat. Like I didn't really fully expect myself to be in the tournament. I was like, it would just be so cool to be there. And then they contacted me and I was like, hell yeah. It was kind of like an honor because it's not like a lot of spots available, you know, and for a show of that caliber, a tournament of that caliber with talent of that caliber, it's not just girls from the United States. It's girls from, you know, Mexico, Japan. It's full encompassing. So even to be in the tournament itself is an honor. And I think speaks to every woman in that tournament, what they bring to it. Okay. The, I got to ask about the art of the no ring death match. <laughs> how, how do you put something like that together? And like, what, what makes you want to do something like that? The no ring death match. Okay. So I did it cause it was for charity. Um, it was called, I believe like Viva La Raza. And it was the, the proceeds of the show went to abolish ice in Texas. So that's something that um, I've, was passionate about like a cause that I could really get behind. And I was like, you know, I would take a light tube for that. Yes, I would do that. <laughs> and so when they asked me about it, I was like, they're like, who would be like another person that you would be interested in or would be interested in doing something like this. And my mind went to like Diamante because she's very proud Latina. And I think like that calling would speak to her as well. And it did. And we had a lot of fun. Um, I was so scared going into it because I've never taken a light tube before. And I asked um, a bunch of the guys, I was like, how does it feel like? Does it hurt? Does it hurt? Does it hurt? They're all like, no, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all. <laughs> and when I hit the light tube, I could literally feel every crunch <laughs> on my head. And um a lot of people don't know this, but, like, I get very queasy with blood. Like, uh, not other people's blood, but, like, my blood will make me pass out. So um, I try to not do those kinds of matches very often because you do not want to see me pass out in the middle of the ring. But um, I, was, I, I did bleed a little bit, but I was surprised that I didn't get queasy. I was like, whoa. Okay, I can keep going. 
<laughs> but um, that's kind of how it came to be. Um, I'm not opposed to doing another one, um, but it was a lot of fun. And I thought it was for a good cause. If you take out the uh, the deathmatch component, just make it no ring, you fight around the, the space that you're in. Uh, is that something you would do again? Is that something that you found interesting? Or are you more of a, you know, in the ring type of uh, wrestler? Um, I would say I'm more of an in-ring type of wrestler. However, having no ring, I think that definitely makes you think harder on what you can and cannot do. Obviously, you can't be running the ropes, right? And professional wrestling is my creative outlet. So to be challenged to put some art together with no ring and figuring it out it's very challenging. I would like that challenge to, to really put something together. Cause that, that would definitely, you know, fill my little artistic cup up. <laughs> How did the uh, ROH appearances come about? Because you, you worked with them uh, before everything shut down. You're part of women, women Wednesday on ROH. And then, you know, back doing tapings, even the recent one in, in Orlando. And how, how did, who contacted you for that? And how did those come about? Yeah, like, truth be honest, I didn't know that they were going to do um, Ring of Honor tapings. I didn't really know how it was going to work. And when I was contacted for it, I kind of didn't really know what it was about. Um, so I kind of ignored the email. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. Like, I really, I don't know what I was thinking. I think my brain just opened the email and I was just like, oh, that's weird. And then I just kept going. And they emailed me again, like, hey, do you, did you get the email? <laughs> I was like, oh, crap, this is important. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I literally gaslit myself. I was like, this isn't for me. <laughs> and um, no, it was so much fun. Like, the energy in Orlando, like, that, like, studio taping environment is so cool. I feel like the crowd gets it's so much more intimate. And I really feel like the crowd just really gets into the matches. And it was so much fun. It's honestly so much fun. I love doing it. You did a little extra work with uh, WWE. Speaking of emails that I hope you answered. <laughs> <laughs> 2016, you're facing Nia Jax. You're, you're at home in, in Houston. Uh, what, uh, what's, going on with, what's going on with that? How did they come about? And how was it like working with Nia at a time when they were really starting to push her as this big up-and-coming talent? It was, um, so my trainer at the time, he was like, hey, have you been watching Raw lately? And I was like, yeah, why do you ask? And he's like, well, you notice Ma or, uh, Naya has been just beating up people, like extras and stuff. Would you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, I'd want to do it. But they're like, oh, you should contact WWE. I was like, yeah, let me just contact WWE. That sounds so easy, right? And he's like, no, here's an email message this email so i i sent this email out and i really wasn't expecting any, to get anything back it was just kind of like a shot in the dark but they ended up contacting me um and i did the extra work and the one of the referees at the time that was running the extras he kind of just lined us all up and was like you 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 and you come with me um and i wasn't selected i was the only girl there but i wasn't chosen so i was like oh, okay i guess i'm not doing anything today I go to catering, get myself like apple pie or something. 
as soon as I'm done eating the apple pie, naturally, that's when they come up to me and they go, oh, yeah, we need you too. And I was like, dang it. I literally just stuffed my face. <laughs> I wish I wouldn't have eaten. Um, yeah, and I just, I talked to Naya and, you know, it was super easy. It was a lot of fun. Um, and it's a moment that will always stick with me because it's in the Toyota Center, which is, you know, where all the events happen in Houston. It's in downtown Houston, which is in my hometown. And I remember I went out with the ref, like, I think it was during a commercial break. And he goes, look at everyone up. This is a sold out crowd. And there's millions watching at home. And he said, just take it all in. And I thought it was super cool that he just kind of took that moment to tell me that because he didn't have to do that. Um, and it was overall it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And even if my career doesn't take me to WWE, I really do cherish that memory because not a lot of people get that. What what are some of your goals when it comes to your career? You've you've done AW work, done WWE extra work, enhancement work, done ROH. Like you've wrestled on a lot of the top independent promotions. So what are your overall goals in wrestling? Right now, um, I would say is getting to New Japan. I that's really like a promotion that I've really been able to sink my teeth into when I'm watching it. I love that style of wrestling. And for the longest time, I didn't think it was a possibility just because they weren't using women, right? If you wanted to do any kind of equivalent to that, it would just, you know, go wrestle for a Joshi promotion. That would be kind of like the, the equivalent. Um, but now they are utilizing women. They're utilizing the top and very best women in the world. And I want to be part of that. That's something that, you know, is, is a huge bucket list item for me. And you mentioned, you know, they, they are, especially with the new Japan strong, they got the big New Japan strong women's tournament coming up. They are running more shows in America. Uh, so is it, would it just be, okay, I'm here in new Japan, America, or I believe you've been to J Japan before going over to Japan, working even like, like stardom or, you know, they're running women's matches, Joshi matches on the new Japan cards right now as well. So is it a little bit of both work a little in America also go over to, to Japan and maybe work some big new Japan shows or at least some stardom shows. I want to be the IWGP women's champion. That's there the ultimate go. goal. That was a great be the headline too. Goal. I appreciate that. Uh, appreciate it when you're welcome, throw me. you're welcome. <laughs> appreciate it when it gets tossed easy headlines like that i love it <laughs> i was gonna ask if there was uh someone in, in japan that you really want to wrestle in that division in that women's division i think mercedes monet like that's the yes. that's who everyone is like lining up to you know wrestle against so She's my ultimate opponent right now. I would love to get in the ring with Kyrie. Um, you know, I've trained with Athena before, and she told me how talented Kyrie is in the ring. She's like, watch her matches, you know, like pay attention. She's really good. And I would also love to get in the ring with her as well. Talk to us about, uh, sorry, you mentioned Kyrie, and she just sent out a, a tweet um, that. I don't know if any, if anybody solves this. It, it looks like uh, she's going through some stuff. So um, yes, best best wishes best wishes to uh, Kyrie. Um, uh, 
sorry about that. Uh, talk to us about the motion capture when it came to, to WB2K. It was like you, Lady Frost, Trisha Dora were all part of this. Like, how did that come together? And what was that experience like? Oh, it was super cool. It's like one, of, it's so random, like wrestling and all of these things, just kind of like opportunities sometimes just come out of like the blue. And when they come, you just have to go all in and take it. And that was kind of the same situation where I just got this email um, or I actually got a text message. And I was like, I thought this was a scam. <laughs> this, this is my natural reaction. I'm like, this isn't real <laughs> to everything, I guess. Um, but no, I, I ended up talking to some people and they're like, no, 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 like it's legit. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and yeah, you know, you just go to a studio, they, they hook you up, they have, you know, these little nodes all over you. Um, there was a lot of COVID testing, so you, you had to come in, masked up, million tests during the day. And um, we did some stuff for like the My Rise and some entrances, some little cutscenes for the game. And um, it's fun because you get to be a character that's not you, right? So they're like, oh, go be. Um, Roxanne Perez. I said, got it. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> and so it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, especially when you're there with, you know, some really talented girls and you can just chill and talk and get to know each other. And then when it's your turn, you go and you kill it. You mentioned Roxy, Roxanne mm -hmm. Perez, as she is now in, in NXT. Uh, you two have a very storied history. You, you've teamed together. You worked against each other. You basically ran reality of wrestling together at one point, basically, you know, match wise. Uh, talk to me about working with Roxanne Perez. Uh, clearly, uh, someone that WWE has gotten behind and someone that you know very well in and hopefully out of the ring. Yeah. No, I, I love Roxanne, Roxy. Um, I've known her since she was 16 years old. <laughs> And I've always looked at her as like my little sister. Like I really do love that girl. She's like my little sister. She's my best friend. Um, I've seen her, you know, go for a little baby to be the star that she is. So, and it's a lot of fun to see that. And I told her too, um, after I did like the motion capture for her entrance, it just felt like such a cool full circle moment that I actually like cried afterwards. Like I teared up because I was just so happy for her um, when she won the NXT women's title. I was like, holy crap, dude, that's it. Like you're really doing, you're out here doing it, dude. And she's like, I know, like this is crazy. And uh, I remember her, her being, I asked her, I was like, how do you feel? And she goes, I'm just so overwhelmed right now. But I'm just so, 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 so incredibly proud of her, not only because of how talented she is, but she's also a very humble human being, and she's a very kind human being, and, like, she went off and, you know, to Florida and is doing her thing, but she very much still follows, like, the, the indies, and she'll tell me, like, oh, I watched your match, it's just, it was so good. <laughs> so I definitely miss her. I just want her to go to main roster so she can move back to Houston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a good update on Kyrie, and I'm going to link it all back together with this interview as well. Um, so, so this message that she sent is she wants to do more work in the United States, and it seems like she she's putting names out there, she's putting feelers out there, and she says it's you know it's tough to maybe get matches and stuff. So I'm linking this back by saying she needs to come to the United States and wrestle you, uh, get yeah. whatever promotion 
it might be. So let's put that out in the universe. If Kyrie's going to make a tour of the United States, we need to get Kyrie against Haya on, on whatever promotion is willing to book it. Yeah, exactly. I just wrestled me last night. <laughs> let's do it, girl. What was that like? That, that, that I'm sure is a fun experience in some ways and a not so fun experience in, in other ways with the way she hits. Oh, dude, it was so much fun. We were the main event and it was for Texas contenders. It was so hot in that building. It was so hot in that building. Usually I have like my hair down and my, I had my hair in braids in a match, which I typically don't do. I came out like triple H put water on my head. Like I was like, it's so hot, (laughs) but Dude, we killed it. We absolutely killed it. And if anyone has the time, watch it on IWTV because that's the match that I'm very, very proud of. I came to the back, and it's so cool um, when you go to the back and your peers are clapping for you. That doesn't happen every show, and I know who I'm, who I share a locker room with, and their standard for wrestling. And to come back and they're clapping, I'm like, God we did something right. You know, we did something right. We did, we had art out there and I'm so proud of that. Is there music or something that pumps you up before a match, a pre-match ritual that gets you going? I actually, (laughs) so I listen to my entrance music, but I use it like I have it on my phone and I never listen to it. Like when I'm jamming out or like when I'm working out, I never listen to it because I never want it to lose its effect on me. So when I go, before I go out, sometimes I'll just have my phone to my ear and it's literally just my entrance music and people will see, I'll start pacing and I'll start huffing and puffing and just getting in the zone. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Uh, We have a question here from pal Kate uh, was so happy to see and review Hyan's first ROH appearance or ROH appearance. Who is the best mini golfer in wrestling is the real question. Keep doing great work. Oh, I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. I didn't go mini golfing with the ROH crew because I had to wait for my ride. <laughs> but everyone did go. So I'd have to ask. I'd have to ask like Frost and, and Trish. I was like, who's the best one, guys? <laughs> uh, speaking of people who hit hard, though, uh, Athena, you, you've shared the ring with her. Um, or, you know, More recently, especially when she's become you know, this version of Athena. What's it like uh, working with her? You know, in the ring and then also you know kind of coming up together as well um she's first of all i don't think athena gets enough credit for how talented she is not only is she just she has such a good wrestling mind and she watches all wrestling she even when she was in wwe she was following the independent so she knew it was out there and i don't think she gets enough credit for how insanely talented she is and how insanely athletic she is. Like, that girl can move, and her movements are so snappy, and that's, that's, not so, that's not very common to have that kind of movement and body control. Um, when, when I was getting ready to have, like, my first matches, she was already signed to WWE, and when I was training... Um, at Reality of Wrestling, her name would come up a lot because she was kind of like the big name that came out of that school. Um, And I just wanted to be like her so badly. And she's kind of a role model to me or someone that I just see like, I love their career and I would love to have a career like hers. Um, 
I think she deserves all her flowers. And getting in the ring with her was such a great experience because there's not very, a lot of women that you can get in the ring with and like truly learn from. And she's someone that you can learn from. So even if it's like a five minute match, six minute match, 10, 15, like I really think anyone who gets in the ring with her will walk away a better wrestler. The uh, the only other question I have, and I was I was not sure if I wanted to ask this. You were in an eight way match in Shimmer. Yes. How the hell do you navigate an eight an eight way match? I, we talked about the no ring, no ropes, the death match stuff, but now you're dealing with seven other bodies. It's you, Leva Bates, Ali Rex, Brandy Lauren, Brittany Blake, Indy Hartwell, Shotzi Blackheart, and Veda Scott. Veda Scott. People know these names, including yours. And how do you get through an eight way match? three-way, four-way, that's normal. Eight? Yeah. Oh, God. It is so hard. Honestly, though, Shotzi's really, really good at putting together um, these, like, crazy scramble matches. So I think it was a situation where we all looked at Shotzi and we go, so what are we doing? (laughs) Um, And it's just kind of the situation when there's, like, so many people and time's limited, you just go, what's your best stuff? What's your best stuff? What's your best? Throw it in there. Throw it in there. Throw it in there. Who can dive? All right. You dive. You dive. Do you dive? (laughs) And it was kind of like that, but it was, it was a lot. Of, I think that was like shimmer in during mania week in New York, if I'm correct. I think you are. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. And I, I remember that match specifically <laughs> because like Indy came out to the ring and she comes and looks me dead in my eyes and she goes, you're a bum. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> laughing. I was trying not to laugh because <laughs> she was being a heel and she just looks at me. And she goes, you're a bum. And I just tried not to lose it. <laughs> Have you had other people try to do that to you? Try to break you when you're like in the ring getting ready to start a match, like like Indy just did. Yeah, I've had people try to do that. I've done that with like uh, with Roxy, with um, Rachel Rose, with just a bunch of people. Especially when people you're really comfortable with. Um, I've actually popped some other people in the match. I remember <laughs> I was in the ring with like Mysterious Q. We we're wrestling at uh, New Texas, and he grabbed me by my hair, and I went bro, I have tracks. <laughs> and he just goes, oh, my bad, and then chopped me. <laughs> or I remember, uh, I think in that match, too, he was, like, bent down. And I was like, now or never. So I just gave him a back chop. I didn't tell him I was going to do it. <laughs> and he just looks at me, and he goes, mm. <laughs> so it's like It's always when you're, like, in the ring with your friends, you can be a little bit more silly and just kind of, you don't have to worry. You can be more organic. Love it. More of a goon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, we mentioned the Star Wars shirt off the top of, of the show, so I just got to ask your favorite Star Wars movie. Oh, so I really love episode three. Like, I know people are going to be like, oh, it's not the like original three, but, man, I really loved the prequels and the Obi-Wan Kenobi show on Disney+. Plus. Like that whole scene with Obi Wan and and Vader. I hope I'm not spoiling anything for y'all. Oh, that was in the chat are going to be very mad and they're like, "No, why are you giving out Star Wars spoilers?" I'm like, "All right, guys, it's been out for a good <laughs> amount of time now." <laughs> that was really like oh, that was so good. I've been such a huge like Star Wars fan my whole life. Same with like wrestling. <laughs> Hi, we appreciate you joining us today. Um, give people who want to support and follow, let them know where they can follow you at. Yeah, I am at 
underscore the high on so underscore t-h-e-h-y-a-n on twitter and on instagram the high on t-h-e-h-y-a-n give me a follow go she'll be competing uh west coast pro queen of the indies may 13th it's on iwtv everyone can head over to iwtv subscribe if you're not already watch that show she's facing masha slamovich in the first round that's gonna be a great match right there good luck Best of luck against Masha Slamovich, another very intense person who take it easy on people. And again, thank you for joining us today, Haya. Best of luck uh, get in the tournament and all in your future as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.